What makes a great leader great? How do we create a high-performing team? And when we say leader, we mean everyone, because everyone is leading their own life. Will yours be a life by design or a life by default? Those are the big questions, and this podcast will answer them. Welcome to the Becoming Your Best podcast, where we help you apply the 12 principles of highly successful leaders, because great leaders will produce great results. A quick message for you. We wanted to let you know that the Becoming Your Best 2020 planner has arrived, and as you're starting to set your sights on having an extraordinary year in 2020, this planner will be a tremendous resource for you. And we want to let you know that uh, particularly this year, there is a big-time discount for you. They're here. They're ready to ship. So if uh, you would like to get yours on the way, just write to us at support at becomingyourbest.com. Support at becomingyourbest.com, and you're going to love this planner. Welcome to our Becoming Your Best podcast listeners, wherever you might be in the world today. What a delight it would be to sit here knee to knee with you in the same room and just talk about this subject that we're going to have and get your ideas on it and your input. Today's subject is the Becoming Your Best Refresh or Reset Rule. (laughs) Let me just start this by sharing the highlights, the overview of a movie that many of you will be familiar with. Some of you haven't seen it yet. Came out some years ago, City Slickers. It starred Billy Crystal and Jack Parlance and a fabulous about a group of friends that decides to go on a cattle drive to figure out what life is all about. (laughs) And so it's pretty fabulous, this, this movie. Jack Parlance is absolutely amazing. Some of the quotes we'll never forget as he's riding along with Billy Crystal and they're talking about the things of life. And then Jack Parlance stops his horse and looks over and says, you know, it really just comes down to this. And he holds up his index finger in his cowboy glove. (laughs) And Billy Crystal looks back. He says, what, a finger? (laughs) And Jack Parlance responds, no, it comes down to just one thing. You're one thing that really makes a difference. And I love that. So wonderful. There's another big scene where one of the characters in the movie is uh, lost his job, lost his marriage, and he's really down in the dumps. They're worried about him, quite frankly. He's, He's discouraged. He's depressed. And as he's sitting there at the end of one of the long days of driving cattle all day, and they're thinking about the future. They just tell them, hey, all you have to really work on is a do-over. Hey, I can do a (laughs) do-over. Well, that's what I want to talk about today, that story. City Slickers has a great ending. It's a wonderful experience for every single one as they are refreshed, is that they get to do a reset and really get after life in every way possible. One of my early mentors was a fellow by the name of Gardner Russell, a wonderful friend, inspirational individual. When I was a young man, he talked about, gave this example that when you have something that is upsetting that's happened to you, perhaps you feel angry, upset, frustrated, or discouraged. 
he would then say, you can determine how long it will take you to get back on track, to center yourself, to get going in a positive direction. He said, you can take five seconds, five minutes, five hours, five days, five weeks, five months, five years, or even a lifetime to get over it. And some people never do get over it. But you just have to determine that you will be the one that will get over it in five seconds if you can, and that you're free to choose. And you can choose to act or to be acted upon. But the bottom line is you're free to choose, and your choice determines your happiness and joy in life, and it affects your health and productivity in life. It impacts your relationships, your ability to make a difference in life. I love that concept. When I heard Gardner talk about that, I determined I would try to be the type of person that when something happened, I just wouldn't sit there in my pity. But I would, <laughs> I would try to be the one who got up in five seconds that could get back on track as quickly as possible. And so this is the invitation to you, to me, to our listeners today, is to maintain a positive attitude to exercise a steely discipline, regardless of the adversity. And when we have a setback, to get right back on track. I have a friend that I've been talking with uh, recently, and this morning we were talking about this very issue. How do you stay positive? I shared an experience I've had with my wife, and I've shared with some of you Uh, My wonderful, sweet wife was diagnosed six years ago with Alzheimer's and dementia. It's been tough in the the last two years, particularly. She's really gone downhill, and she's such a light for me. I'm grateful to be around her, but she is being afflicted, attacked by this terrible disease, in spite of the fact that she does overall maintain a very positive, upbeat demeanor and uh, happy but also some negativity has creeped in. It just happens. You know, it's kind of part of one of the side effects of this disease. So she's been saying, well, you don't have any money. You don't have any pants on. You know, you're in the wrong place. I thought you were a better man than this. (laughs) Well, of course, this is not her at all. But here is what I have decided to do, is that for any negative that she gives me, I will give two positives for her. In other words, this is an example. We have a choice of how we respond here. We can either take it personally and it can be upsetting, or we can recognize it for what it is. And so if she says something, I just respond back, you're amazing. I am so grateful I have the chance to be with you. And then bang, she shoots out another negative. And I'll say one of the things I like about you is the positive light that you've always had. And another is how smart you are. And you're a battler. Just you're so competitive. We raced the other night from our kitchen to the to our bedroom, and she won, I might add. On the way there, she pushed me against the wall and to our stair railing. <laughs> it was funny. So, you know, you just kind of remind her of these kind of things. Two for one. And what I found is by doing a two for one, it changes her mood. It changes her attitude, and these things stop. And this is what we're talking about is exercising a steely discipline, regardless of the adversity, to be positive, to get back on track. And we all know that 
It's not necessarily easy. Life uh, can be hard at times, and the test may be severe. The refiner's fire may get hot, and the temptation to give in or or uh, maybe give up may be great of saying, oh, what's the use? However, to give in to the dark side using the Star Wars language is never worth it. Not even for five minutes and not for five seconds. So think of the alternative to happiness, peace, and productivity. The alternative is misery, frustration, and lack of productivity. So what's the answer? How do we develop the habit of shifting to only good thoughts? How do you do that consistently, to have this positivity without any exceptions? Well, recently, about 10 days ago, I had a dream, or better said, a nightmare of sorts. This, by the way, describes most of my dreams. (laughs) For example, I've died in plane accidents like seven different ways. (laughs) And, uh, oh, they're terrible. And I wake up and I feel horrible. Well, I'd like to just share this particular dream or slash nightmare. I was on working on a backhoe. I was driving the backhoe, managing it, operating the backhoe. And my cousin, Bill, who at the time in this dream was about 10 years old, was standing near the big hole that I had already dug. And I was being very careful. I looked over and my Aunt Betty walked up. And my wonderful Aunt Betty is 92 now. And I asked, or she asked, where's Bill? And I looked around and I didn't see him. And in the dream, I lifted the bucket. Oh, my goodness, he had fallen into a hole. The bucket had crushed him. And there he was under it. I was horrified. And then I woke up. Oh, my goodness. I felt terrible. And uh, it was a real feeling. I was sick. It was kind of hopeless. Have you ever had an experience like that, a traumatic experience similar to this, maybe in your dreams or even in an interaction with another person, perhaps. Well, that is when I said to my brain, right then and there, we have a new set of rules from this time forward. (laughs) You know, of course, it was a dream, right? And any time I had this, I decided I could do it. And this was it. And the new rule was good, better, best, reset. A good, better, best, refresh. I gave my brain permission to go back and recreate the dream, to have a new dream, and that I could do this. This is okay. And so sure enough, I went back to sleep. And before working on the backhoe, now my dream is being recreated. It's reset. It's refreshed. I put Bill and Aunt Betty in front of me at a safe distance, and then I replayed the dream. But it had a happy outcome. After I was done, I got off and we went over and had lemonade. (laughs) I felt so much better. I now have a new operating system forever. I have given my brain permission to go back and do a reset. And if I'm not happy with the results, then I can refresh it. I can reset it. And then I thought to myself, if I can do that for my dreams or my nightmares, then why can't I do the very same thing in real life? And if I do something I'm not pleased with, then I can apply the good, better, best reset rule, the refresh rule. 
and I can do so immediately. I can even say to myself, or if others are involved, let's try that again. This isn't really how I wanted it to come out. And this reset rule, this refresh rule, is simple, fast, and refreshingly powerful. If something is off or something bad happens, perhaps it's a thought or an action, an interaction. Immediately go back and reset it, refresh it, and make it good, better, or best. If you were impatient, if you made a mistake, if you need to forgive, if you were rude or short, (laughs) if you violated a trust, if you could have done better, do it now. Reset. Apply the reset rule, the refresh rule. If you harbor ill feelings, if you're critical, do it now. Reset. I can do the reset. I can wash away the bad and bring in the new, the good, the better, and the best. The impact of this very simple process, the reset rule, the good, better, best reset rule, refreshing things, leads to greater happiness, peace, and productivity. And it does does so now. And regardless of what happens to you or those in your life, you have the freedom, the choice to make the right decision, to reset over and over, to do your good, better, and best, to refresh completely. I love the quote from Viktor Franco, who was a prisoner of war, a Nazi prisoner of war. He was Jewish in the Jewish death camps, and he was emaciated. Uh, He didn't know if his wife was alive or not, but every day going out into the labor fields and the freezing weather, sometimes he would look up and see her and feel her love. And uh, later that night, he gave his bread to another person that was starving to give them hope. And then he made this great quote that's recorded in his book, Everything can be taken from a man or a person, but one thing, the last of human freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. My invitation to you, to me, next time anything happens, big or small, that's not good, determine you will respond with a positive, upbeat mindset. And if at first you blow it, then reset, reset, reset. Just refresh. Use the reset rule until you are at your very best. The result is the exercise of highly successful principles of leadership. And you will be healthier, happier, and more productive and leave things better than when you found them. And this will have a direct impact on every single relationship that you have, on trust levels. It will impact your culture and your organization. Now, we wish you all the best in this amazing journey of making a difference, of exercising this grand human freedom to choose what you will do in any given set of circumstances, and that is resetting it to your good, better, and best. I wish you the best of everything and a wonderful, productive, safe day. This is Steve Schallenberger with Becoming Your Best Global Leadership. 
Thank you for listening. Would you like help to apply the 12 principles of highly successful leaders in your life, in your family, or in your organization? Call us today at 888-690-8764 to speak with a helpful representative to evaluate your situation and how we can help. Or you can visit becomingyourbest.com. Whether it's a corporate training event, keynote, workshop, trainer certification, or personal coaching, it would be our pleasure to serve your needs. Once again, call 888-690-8764 or visit becomingyourbest.com today.